Speaking the truth about money is for anyone ready and willing to examine their negative thinking about money, let go of the false narrative of the scarcity mindset, and has the courage to change the way they think and talk about money. My name is Martin Coward, former Fortune 100 wealth manager turned prosperity mindset coach on a mission to eradicate the scarcity mindset from our planet. Each week, we share stories with extraordinary people changing the future by changing the way they think about money to the truth. We are powerful human beings with infinite resources, including money, to create a world of abundance and prosperity for everyone to enjoy. Let's get started. Hello and good afternoon and welcome to today's episode of Speaking the Truth About Money with Martin Coward and Joy the Wise Woman. And I'm so excited today to have these two mindset coach, high performance mindset coaches who work with high performance athletes to perform at their peak performance and to move all those obstacles out of their way so they can perform at peak performance. And, and, and what's, what we want to talk about is centered around on the, the exciting news of Josh Cavallio, a soccer player, the first big-time, high-profile, high-performance soccer player coming out of the closet a week ago. And we want to talk about is, that gonna, is his performance going to go up as a result of letting that fear out of his out of his psyche, what's going to happen? What, what, what would, how would you coach your clients? What do you think about that? I want to hear about that. And both of these guys, I would call, I know them to be spiritually based mindset coaches, high performance mindset coaches. So I'm going to ask both of them. We'll start with you, David Karasik. Um, tell us a little bit what it, what it means for you. How did you become a spiritually driven, spiritually based performance coach, mindset coach? What does that mean to the world? So people kind of know where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, thanks for having us on. Exciting to have this discussion together. Hey, um, I think what I've come to realize is that only a holistic approach really works. So it, the only the holistic pro approach really worked for me. And then this is how it kind of goes, right? You solve a problem for yourself and like, okay, this is, this could be working and you try with other people and you realize, okay, we really got to look at the human being as, you know, as, as everything. Right. And these times where we separate things that are, you know, they're over, you can't separate work from family. And, and if you really want to be a high performer, right. If you're okay with not fulfilling any of your potential, I guess that's fine, but don't miss, don't make a mistake. Yeah. Like don't confuse it with being the best version of yourself. It's holistic. And I think that, spirituality that's part of it and i was zero spiritual until four years ago but that's the good news once you get introduced into that world it's like holy oh shit, my god you, know? you just get you just got my little curiosity flag so what happened four years ago that gave you that aha that actually it's a spiritual thing versus a material thing going yeah. on yeah that actually is funny because you just mentioned it before. It's like we literally, the, the, the ability to create out of thin air. So there's something spiritual that you can't touch, something non-physical 
it goes through our mind we focus it on something we give it energy and we literally create that stuff we create pens we create microphones we create the internet we literally have an idea and then we create and that for me that was enough spiritual and then after that you know the rabbit hole is once you start digging right there's more <laughs> and more but that got me hooked i was like wow that's pretty cool i never thought about that yeah the power of the quantum field is pretty powerful isn't it you know it's wonderful i'm glad you said so david uh david h Harper, tell us a little bit about how you got in the space of being a spiritually based high performance high profile mindset coach yeah, so, so actually, you reminds me from many, many years ago, I actually worked with a, a, a psychic many years ago in terms of getting really connected to the wider world of uh, what we don't see. And that was really interesting. And that's always lived with me for, for many, many years. But for me, the spirituality is like when you see a baby born, that pure energy that comes out and how was throughout our life things get you know, we get influenced by things around us. So for me, it's the, the spiritual energy that is within us all sometimes gets lost over time. And I've seen it in a few cases where, you know, through pressure of work, um, society pressure, people get lost on their journey. And sometimes going back inside can be really powerful to find your direction again. And most of us are very much living on the outside in terms of safety and security. And sometimes we just got to go inside for that inner transformation that can really be a very powerful place in which to come from. And uh, yeah, that, that's sort of my experiences and letting go of a lot of stuff that we pick up on the way because we don't need it. Um, and yeah. we don't the ego that goes with that sometimes. Yeah, and I think, and, and it's particularly as for gay people out here in the world, we were taught, we've got a lot of shame because society and our families and people told us we were basically flawed. We weren't normal boys, you know. And so as a, as a mindset coach myself, and I, I work with money, is that, you know, what, what, the only thing that always would stand between your, your bigness, your greatness, and your truth is fear. And we learn fear, rightly so, particularly as we learn fear is because people bit bullied us or beat us up. And for most of us, when it comes to money, for example, we were, were traumatized by fear because fear was used as a weapon of, of reward and punishment. So we, we have two things, conflicts going on. We have this. So so we have people don't often believe this, but when people are having financial issues, they're not making the money they think they should or they're not they're not to being successful they should it all comes down to a worthiness issue because they have a fear they're not good enough and that's what i want to talk a little bit about today because we had a guy that uh josh cavallio is that how you pronounce him cavallio josh cavallio a, a big high performance high profile soccer player who came out last week and it's just it's just gone radiated through the news and I thought, well, we got to talk about that. And I, because, because for me as a coach, a mindset coach, it's all about removing that fear. Because when it comes to money, for example, which is what I'm, my, my wheelhouse is, is if we have a fear of money going out, we're going to have a fear of money coming in because it doesn't matter which direction it's going. It's a fear block. So I imagine, and I never, I never, I never have, and I've, never, I've done some high performance. CEOs, but I've never I've never worked with a high performance uh, 
athlete. So I would imagine, just from what I know about coaching, that if you've got a if you've got a closeted football player out there on the field who's constantly running a story, what did people find out about me? That's got to stand in the way of this performance. But I don't know that. I'm just that's why you're here. I want to hear your thoughts about who work with high performance athletes. Who what are the repercussions of coming out of the closet? Yeah, cool. Should I should I give you my thoughts? Yeah, give us your thoughts, David. So like spirituality is also very useful in peak performance because when you think about it, time is a little bit of a weird subject, but time is an illusion. Time, spiritually speaking, doesn't exist. Time is a construct of the mind. Mm-hmm. And when you overthink, when you worry, when you doubt, your mind isn't present, right? And we can we can we know that when people that parents, lovers, um, athletes, business people, when they're at their best. They are present in the present moment. And so there are different beliefs. Like, for example, if you have worth issues, it's a past-oriented like belief. And people are stuck in the past because something happened to them and they're carrying that with them, right? And you could say, okay, you know, forget about the past. It's happened, so let go of that. But there's also future-oriented beliefs like I'm not good enough. Those people hate the present moment. And that includes me. It's because I don't feel good enough. So get me into the future where I think I will feel good enough. So I hate the present moment and I'm stuck in the future, you know? And then there's trust things that something happened in the past. And now they keep, it's like, oh, watch out, Martin. That's happened to us once. Watch out, watch out. Right? So it's like both. And so it, if you're not present, you're not going to be the best version of yourself. And that for me, like I've never worked with a gay athlete, um, but that secret and I'm, I'm, you guys can, you know, talk more about that, but it just, it's so obvious to me that this will take your mind either in the future or in the past, meaning that you're not in the present. And when you're not in the present, you're not the best version of yourself. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's, I, you know, and that I love that. I love where you articulated that. Absolutely, that's exactly the problem. Because you're, what you're saying, I'm on this. Is that you're saying it is if if you're stuck in some, let's just say as a gay person and you were bullied as a kid, and because somebody found out you were you were different, you're if you're if you're afraid that people know your secret, you're going to get beaten up again. That's what's running on in your head. And you're not present because you're running this story in your head that says, if people know who I really am, I'm going to get beaten up. So I got to keep this secret. And we all know secrets hold our power. So absolutely. If you want to, and that's the same way as a CEO uh, in a a business. If you want to be really peak performer, you got to be really present in the moment with your decisions, with your, with your conversations, with people who are part of your, your team. And when you're out talking to, Stockholders, you got to be. If you want to be a top performing CEO, you got to be one hundred percent present. I've worked with them, that's why I can talk a little more clearly about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I love the way you put that up, D- David H. How are you? How would you like yeah. to share I, that? I think, I think Josh, Josh, Josh himself actually answered this question when he did his interview, and I think you know, obviously, I, I don't follow his football, but he's a good footballer already. But what he talked about, how exhausting it was for him as an individual trying to lead two lives. 
And I think that was the most powerful part of his interview is that, yes, you're trying to be this great athlete, but deep down you're leading a second life. Now, the energy that that takes isn't going into the performance of the, uh, you know, on the, on the pitch. Um, and I've heard this also with somebody in the army this week, actually. So whilst they're constantly fearing being found out, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're acting and they're performing really well, but they're drained of energy. And I think that's the thing that I think we, we can forget sometimes is that you can be quite really good at performing, but actually deep down you will, we're suffering, you know, cause I remember that from when I was doing it. And there was a great book, I, you know, John Brown, I've just had, I'll show this by why I'm here actually, I'm not promoting it, but John Brown was a chief exec and he talks about the leaders in corporate land really having to take this on board because the performance of not just the individual and the company, but the whole team is impacted if we are not inclusive of LG, LGBTQ. I love that as leaders. If you're a high-performance athlete, you are a leader in the industry. You're a leader in your field. And so what you're, what you're emotionally emitting on the field and with your team is, has, has an impact. So, and I'd like to hear you, David, talk about some in performance. But so for me, what I'm hearing you say is if, if not only if you're hiding this, you're projecting your fear into your teammates. Because they, they're going to pick up on this energy. It's all energy. We're all energy anyway. So if you've got a fear energy emanating from you, I would certainly think that a lot of people would begin to, or the whole team would be impacted. What do you think about that, David? Who's worked with athletes? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's like hard to quantify, right? But if we just go off our spiritual assumption that, just because we can't see something, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, right? So the energies and emotions and the thoughts, they're like somewhere. And I think, you know, often we're like, oh, people can't tell what I'm thinking. So it's okay to think it and all that. Well, it's, of course, it's okay to think what you want to think. But I'm just saying people may not know what you're thinking, but they're still picking up on something, you know? And, and so, yeah, and you know, I'm just what came to me when David was speaking before about, these energies that are trapped or whatever. There's also like, think about like women that have a very, so I don't want to, you know, no, no product, but you know, it happened to me. I've known these women and Catholic upbringing, very, very tight. Right. And they had these two personalities. One was, I have to be perfect and do everything perfect and hold up that face. And the other one, she just wanted, they wanted to, you know, get wild and like do stuff that, you know, they have fantasies, but they suppressed it. So they were never the best because they were torn. They wanted to do this, but they had to do that. And that's where shame and guilt. And that's like, it's like, a, I mean, it's like a ton, like waiting on you. That's right. exactly what it is. I, I love that. It's particularly getting it from a, a straight, because, you know, what women, they enjoy sex. It's, it's how we create. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they enjoy sex as much as men. They love that. It's, it's, it's who we are. We're, we're, we're creative beings and we enjoy that wild creative spark that comes up, whether you're gay, straight, women, it doesn't matter. It's, it's part of our human nature. And so much has been conditioned, whether it's the Roman Catholic Church, which I you just brought up, which has done a, a, a great job of disconnecting people from their spirit. 
in my opinion. So Sounds all those yeah. judgments and all those doubts. Because I'll tell you something about, you know you're talking from the voice of authority. You know you're talking from the voice of authority that Jesus talked from because there is no judgment. There is no opinion. There is no superiority. It's all one big loving energy. It feels good, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. the church fucked that up for us, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't they Didn't they ever, for everybody? And that's what I love so much about Kelly Roach is when she comes out on the stage and she's this beautiful, vibrant woman looking like in a ball gown, looking powerful and sexy and talks with that voice of authority of the divine hiding nothing it's just amazing to me and, and that, that's where the world is moving i think i think that and that's why coaches like all of us are helping make that movement happen because as more and more people let go of the fear and can be their more authentic selves and whatever they're doing they're going to be uh then the whole world's going to be more abundant and more prosperous and more exciting and more fun place to live yeah see what's coming up for me when you're talking david is there are the many social constructs that are out there it's it you know church is just one of them you know there's many different constructs that that shape our lives and i think until we understand these some of these are very very powerful constructs that sort of keep us hemmed in and it is that belief that using the church using that church as an example the belief that the church is all powerful until we actually check out our beliefs and actually do we truly believe that and undo some of the learning that we've had and re-educate ourselves is the time that we can let go and i think this is the one of some of and, and i think it's throughout life it's not just you know what we're talking about in our area that we're talking about today but those that belief system that we have that you know i think um, by the age of 35 we're all working on automatic because of all the habits that we've learned up to that age and then we're just robots basically and so we've got to think about how we undo some of this learning to be able to to set ourselves free yeah man don't say that i'm about to i'm 34 so i got one year to go <laughs> you've got one more year <laughs> so um let me ask you a question what do you guys as high performers if, 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 uh, if Josh were listening to the show, Josh, I hope you're listening to this show because we're talking about you. If you were listening to the show and you were and you were his coach and on, on the next day and you helped him, you're the guy that you're the coach that helped him come out. What would you tell him? What would you tell him the next day? How would you how would you what would what would be your message to him? What is your message to Josh? Well done, brother. <laughs> I wouldn't exaggerate it, you know. It's like good, good for you, you know. Happy for you. Uh -huh. You know, we should send this to him. I'm curious what David is going to say, but we should send it to him and invite him. That'd be cool. <laughs> Absolutely, I'd love to have you on my show, Josh. You're welcome to come on my show anytime you like. We would love to have you come and talk about this with me. I would, I, and and we'll bring back these two guests as well, and we will have a great time actually talking to you about the impact you're making. Uh, the world and and from a gay man's perspective you you moved a mountain for us because your high visibility and how made it okay for other young gay athletes to deal with all of the talk in the locker room because we both we all know that that can be mean and cruel 
So by you coming up as a high performance, high profile gay athlete, you have just given courage to a lot of young men and women in the world who are living in the closet. Because, and then they can come up through the ranks, come up through the ranks as a high performer. And so can the whole team. That's what I want to compare this. When we're, when, we're, when we're present in the moment and we're emitting that love, creative energy into the world, it affects everybody around us. So your team is going to be grateful for you for coming out, I believe, because you're going to be emitting that love, creative energy instead of, I'm afraid he will find out about me. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts about that. What do, you, what, would, what do you want to say to him, David H.? I'm just thinking about my experience, actually. There's um, So, uh, yeah, like David, fantastic. It's great news. I think for me, though, thinking about it is that he's come out and he's over overcome something really powerfully. You could see that relief in him. But there will be people around him, very close to him, that are near and dear, that may still need to come to terms with what oh, yeah. the changes has happened. And so... The fact that he's positive about his what how he feels and what he's doing will be really powerful when he talks to his you know he may will not talk to his mother but you know you know talk to his mother his sisters and people like that who are so important in your life to help them understand and come to terms with actually i'm happy i'm okay because we've got to understand that the constructs that we live you know uh, you know, some, you know, if you've got a family member, you know, I, I'm talking now about um, I, I was lucky to have a very loving family, but a friend of mine had a mother who was very church and he wanted to put his head in an oven after he told her because of this experience. And and sometimes so it's it's the wider impact in which um, I think, you know, for him to help other people around him to come to terms, to know he's happy to know he's safe and they, they're coming out themselves in their own small way. So, but yeah, fantastic. Right. Yeah. There is what we might call the morning after hangover. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you get all the publicity and you're on news and then all of a sudden all that kind of goes away and you're left by yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's when the demons come in. I think you begin yeah. to second guess yourself. You begin to wonder and it only takes, this is the thing about the, the, the about how powerful fear is. All this wonderful publicity and all these people say it just takes one person to be nasty. You know? And that's what that's what the that's what the mind, the egoic mind will gravitate to. That one nasty, ugly comment and they they can define you. So I would say to him, you know, there's, there's a great book, there's a great course, a book by a guy named Todd Herman called The Alter Ego. I don't know, you guys might know the alter ego effect. It's great by Tom. He, he also coaches high performance athletes and stuff. And he, he's got a segment, you know, you, find, you get to know your alter ego and you define that alter ego. It's like Sasha Fierce was the alter ego of, of Beyonce because Sasha, because she was a, a gospel singer and she was kind of timid and she get up and get on a stage and get provocative and get the provocative was so outside of her comfort zone that she created an alter ego called Sasha Fierce who later became Beyonce. And so because they had to be able to feel like they feel powerful, feel their authentic self. So I think that some 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 words we want to make you do is say, you know, we're here for you, my friend. We are here for you as your as your gay and your straight allies to know you're loved and we appreciate what you did. 
Yeah, and I think what's coming up for me here is because remember he was you know the first footballer was Justin Fashionu, many many years about thirty years ago now who lost who took his own life, and so I think there's something here that um, it's remembering the the you know these the, the it's it's not always easy for everybody to do to to come out and i think when i looked at josh you know it was well orchestrated in terms of you know you could tell the music and everything he's got a lot of support and i'm I'm just thinking if anyone's watching this that maybe not have that support system around them then you know it's really good to connect with another person on this call just to know you're not alone i think yeah. is really important because we you know there's still you know, even nowadays, there's 34% of people uh, in the UK at work that aren't out. They're still frightened to come out. We have those kind of numbers here. And the, yeah. I'd love to hear. That's, that's, Lena Kelly Hope has put this in. Let's, let's comment on this. I feel he is relieved now. It's been hard for him all this time. I hope his loved ones really understand him and welcome him on this new journey. I agree, Lena. That is we agree with you. Do you guys want to have a comment about that statement? Do you have something you want to add to that? Not really. I'm uh, full full agreement for me. Hey, you know, for me, it is it is crazy. I didn't know that that he was like the first footballer to to come out. Like, and for me, it's actually as excited I am to be here. It also makes me a bit like you know pause for a second and think like because for me it's so normal to be accept you know accepting with, with the people you never had like, you never had to think about your sexuality no just no one ever you just you're just a straight man who just going through life enjoying life is never even a, that we think mm -hmm. about it every day mm -hmm. yeah so that's why it's important that we speak about it right and yeah probably more people should yeah and i think that, that what's really interesting because Kelly came out and said what she said. If you listen, because I, I recorded Kelly's story actually, and her family haven't accepted her. And I think that's what she's saying. It's wonderful when your family do accept you, but what do you do when your family doesn't? And she, you know, I, I remember the interview that we had, and it was just that real wanting the love of your family just because of who you are shouldn't change that. And I think that abandonment can be quite difficult to yeah. deal with. And I think this Probably is some of, the, yeah, some of the fear that LGBTQ have when they're coming out is that will they lose, will they be abandoned, um, you know, when they, you know, when they come out. And it is, it is a, a, I think, as you talked about, Martin, that fear that keeps people trapped inside of not coming out sometimes because it is that the unknown sometimes and sometimes it's great sometimes i, I, I agree and, and that's yeah. why i think it's so important and the advice that i would probably give and you can you might chime in here is that if you are if you are in the closet and you are thinking of coming out surround yourself with your new family because you don't know how people are going to respond and and that it, it, it's more the fear of not knowing than when you find out so if you begin to surround yourself with other allies Allies are very important because it, 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 it we think always, we think that we've all of a sudden, obviously for myself, when I was younger, we would categorize all straight people as our enemy in a way. They don't like us. We just bunch them off because that was our experience. We would, all we knew were, you know, straight white boys who beat me up as a kid. 
So I, I would always assume, and it's still, I had to kind of, when I, when I, like when I met you, David, I had to, like, when I first came out, I was like, what's he going to think about me? Cause he's a straight white man. So I'm all, I have to kind of come out to that fear every time, every, all the time, every day. So if you're, if you're a, a young or older, when, whoever you, wherever you are on your journey, surround yourself with, with, with your new family, because you, you don't know how you, hopefully you'll have a loving family that's going to embrace you and hold you in their arms, but we don't know that. Just thinking out loud here, if you are a gay man in with the secret or a woman and you take on a coach and you make those friends and you actually come out, right? If you can do that, what can't you do? If you can, if you can do that, it's like really everything else is a freaking joke after that, right? <laughs> that is beautiful, David. I agree. If you got the courage to step through that fear, you're going to be a top performer in everything you do. I don't think anything is going to scare you. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't. And you know, I, I told my dad the other day, it was a huge step for me. I Yesterday, I did it. I told my dad, I stood in front of him, and I told him, Dad, I love you. And I, I thought I was going to die when I said it, really, before. like, And then I saw his smile and, and, and how he said it back and we gave each other a good hug. You know, I've known it all these years he loves me, but I that that fear because I'm not used to speaking about my emotions, especially not with my dad. Ooh, but now I feel, and, and that's just him and I, right? But now I feel empowered. I feel confident, man. And so yeah, think that, about if somebody you know, actually... If, 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 if that's what Brene Brown has about, it felt so vulnerable. I always have to, you know you're doing it right if it feels vulnerable. That felt vulnerable for you, didn't it? Mm -hmm. And you know what? At the end of the day, I don't know, you can tell share if you want to what your father's reaction to it was, but it doesn't really matter, does it? Because mm -hmm. you stepped through your own courage. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. it. That's beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. Where we're at, I, I can't believe it. I knew we would get there quick because we got such great. Yeah. We knew it, man. We knew it. The <laughs> half hour, and so I want you to come back again. But before we close this out, I'm going to invite all of you to just to share with the world because people may want to get to know a little bit more about you and what you're doing, what your coaching business is about. Uh, tell people, tell our audience exactly how people can get in touch with you if you would. That would be great. The easiest, simplest way to find you. David, go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, um, secretgaymen.com is how you can find me. Um, and I'm, I'm focused on those that are struggling to come out. Um, and, uh, you know, for, for whatever reason, um, that's you can find out more there. And if you are really interested in sharing a bit more of your story, I'm happy to go on a Zoom call with you just to sort of have a chat about where you're at at the moment and, uh, you know, completely confidential and uh yeah please uh, secretgaymen.com yeah thank you for that i'm sure that so me and i and i and i've gotten to know david pretty well over the last few months and he's sincere and if you've got if, you, if you're holding one if you're holding a secret about being gay give david a call and and, and that 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 call itself might be your first step of courage and he can help listen to listen to your story. It'll be confidential, and you'll get a sense that somebody is out there to love and support you through this difficult decision. I know that to be true. And so, David, how do people find you in the world of coaching, yeah, and, and want your help? 
I just wanted to say that's a good URL, man. I, I really like it. That's that's good. Catchy to remember, you know. Very good. Um, so for me, it's just I'm David Karasek on on all social media, and I have a website, just davidkarasek.com. And uh, yeah, I work with athletes, right? and uh, but I'm always happy to connect. Um, you know, just catch up, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So way to go, you know. You'll see everything else comes after you meet somebody. So yeah. Yeah, you, you don't know until you have a conversation. So I was going to say to anybody out there, whatever, if, if one of these men, uh, I know either either one that, that resonates with you, if you're stuck somewhere, we're stuck in fear. It's all it is. Because uh, I always say people when they're when they're afraid to when they're afraid to spend money or it's never about the money. It's always about fear. So so and we and we know that. So the best the first step to getting through the fear. It's reaching out to someone like the three of one of the three of us and ask for some help. Ask for help. All three of us would be delighted to listen to your story and give you some help. Mm-hmm. And on that note, to find me, I have two Facebook groups. I have one called the Financial Mystics Sanctuary, and that is for anyone that wants to come in and learn more about what I teach. What I really teach is how to use spiritual principles to solve financial problems. And how to how to move those fear things, how to move those money fear blocks out of our way so we can live at our high potential. I also have another Facebook group that's specifically for gay, bi, and trans business leaders. It's called Financial Heart Space for Gay, Bi, and Transgender Men. And if that's you, please come in there. We we keep ourselves private and we work on our own special issues and blocks that are keeping us from our high from being high performers. And really, what I really focus on is how how do you get out of your own way and step through your fear so you can really live lives of significance and turn your business into whatever it is, whether an entrepreneur or entrepreneur, into a multiple six, seven, eight figure business. Because that's the way we do it. We step up and we live big. And like David said earlier, if we if we, if we're that if we're that gay person and we've got a coach and we come out, there's nothing we can't accomplish. And that's what I'm all about. If we can't. From a money, so if we can do something big, whatever your dream is, whatever your vision is, come on and step out big and join us in this movement to create a world of abundance and prosperity that everybody can enjoy. And again, that's Financial Heart Space for Gay, Transgender, and Bisexual Men on Facebook. Okay? So, guys, this has been so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hold on one second. I'm just going to close this out and we'll chat for a second. Okay. Thank you guys for joining us. And thank you, audience. May love and prosperity prevail. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you are listening on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you appreciated, where we can improve, and any topic you want to know about for future episodes. If you would like to find out more ways you can participate in the Abundance Mindset and Prosperity Living Movement, join our private Facebook group, The Financial Mystics Sanctuary. If you are a gay, transgender, or bisexual man, ready and willing to explore how negative thinking about money is impacting you and our tribe, join our private Facebook group, Financial Heart Space for Gay, Transgender, and Bisexual Men, a sanctuary for GBTQ business leaders to love and support each 
other. May love and prosperity prevail. Thank you.